the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, host of the Ken Coleman Show, is my co-host. Thanks for joining us. Sam is going to start this hour off in Houston, Texas. Hey, Sam, how are you? Hey, Dave, I'm doing well. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I have a question here. I'm on uh, Baby Step 6 right now, and it's time to kind of pay off the house, but I kind of have one issue. Um, it kind of throws a little twist in there. So I have, I have the uh, emergency fund set aside. I have about $20,000. But I know my HVAC and furnace is extremely old, and it may not have too much longer. And so I was wondering, should I continue to pile money into the emergency fund and keep it in a money market account? Or should I just start putting anything over that twenty grand into uh, into the house? Uh, you gotten a bid on the HVAC replacement yet? I did. Uh, I thought it actually had, uh, had gone out about a month or so ago. Uh, and that's when they came in and told me that both of them were over a decade old. Um, that was kind of expected when I bought the house. I kind of had to do everything, gut it, uh, rerun everything. But, uh, at this point, uh, I've had a couple of issues with the, uh, the AC itself. Um, and so I'm just not sure what to do i know based on the baby steps i should be paying directly what was the, the house, estimate on the hvac i think it was 17.5 yeah i'd pile it. you need more than 20 in your emergency fund then you back you basically okay. need your emergency fund plus an hvac fund yeah that's what i was thinking but um i mean i could be wrong but i think the baby steps is just uh what six months of uh, expenses on the high end and that no would no be, no uh, no the baby steps is three to six months of expenses for your emergency fund this is really not an emergency. This is my heating and air is going to go bad, and I'm saving up to pay for it. This is a separate savings account. This is like I'm saving up for Christmas. Okay. It's different than uh, the emergency so I, fund. Okay, so should I not put any money towards the house until I have uh, another 20 kind of put aside? For yeah, that yeah you, you, should, you, should, you should wait on extra on the house until you get ready for this. Because otherwise, we can predict what's going to happen. You're going to have $3,000 left after you take 20 out of your emergency fund to fix your heat and air because you didn't prepare for it. Okay. Right? And we don't want to be there. Sense. Yep. Yeah. So we might as well actually plan this. And soon, as, what do you make okay. a year? What's your household income? Uh, I make 200 Okay. So pretty quickly, you're going to have 17 And you know what? I would just go ahead and replace it. Okay. So, so you would do it before it actually dies? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Because here's the other thing. It probably sucks. It's probably not very energy efficient. It's probably wrong, you know, ancient, you know, it's antique stuff on there. Like you said, 10, 15 years old, which is an antique heat and air. And so you could put a more efficient, higher seer uh, unit on there and you know you're gonna have a better situation in the house a better uh your utility bill is probably going to go down um and you don't have this thing glaring over you this monster just waiting to break at exactly the wrong time and you can't get a worker out there and all that kind of stuff yeah save up 17 and then fix it oh by the way get more than one bid yeah 
yeah, I'd say two or three. I, I, I sometimes I'm not saying this is the case, Dave, but sometimes they're not as bad. The the report on these things is not as bad as it seems. You know, I've I've had multiple people come in and look at stuff before, and one guy said I'd replace this tomorrow if it were me. And then another honest guy comes and goes, you know what? You probably easily got a year left on this, and and that gives you the time to yeah. cash flow it. Yeah. Get multiple opinions on this, just like you would on a medical issue. Well, and and. You know, multiple opinions about what to put in. Do we put in a Bentley or do we put in a Chevrolet? Yeah. You know, there's, you can hate and air systems. They can, you can put all kinds I of things. I just replaced one of mine. It wasn't anywhere close to 17. It was way yeah. less than that. Yeah, exactly. So. Catherine's with us in Richmond, Virginia. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? So, um, I am in a business with my family. My grandmother um, wanted to gift me and my seven cousins a real estate business where we bought different houses, and this happened about 10 years ago. Um, She gifted it to us when I was in college. My brother runs it. He um, is in charge of all the finances and everything, and I want out. I don't know anything that's going on with the business. Um, I don't know Why? how many houses we have. I don't Why? know. Um, Why do you not know? I'm, well, because at the time I was I was 20. I didn't ask a lot of questions. How old are you now? I'm 30. Okay. Well, that, that's 10 years ago. You had 10 years to get caught up to speed. Why do you not know? Right. Um, well, actually, I, I was working at a real estate. Right after college, I was working at real estate management business and I got the owner to kind of help me communicate with my um with my other with my cousins and my brother about um the situation and um I we got in a fight about it and um why did you get in a fight? What was the fight about? You asked for information on the business on the business that you own part of and he didn't want to tell you? I asked for I asked for the income expense statements. Um I tried to say, you know, like this is a business, not like a family matter, but he tried to make it, you know, an emotional family matter. Um, How long ago was like that? that. Oh, you, don't tr- you don't trust me for running the business. How long ago you was know? that? That was um, seven years ago. So what'd you do? You just got a little quiet mouse and sat there for seven years on your angst? I did. I tried to. Yes, I did. Okay. So what are you going to do now? I tried to get my grandma involved. What are you going to do now? Um, I don't know. That's kind of why I'm, why I'm calling the show. So you don't know how to get out procedurally, or are you trying to ask right, for emotional yeah. advice on this? Uh, procedurally, and how to communicate well uh, about, you know, I'm a teacher. I, I don't know anything about business, really, or how to run a business or about real estate. I mean, my husband and I own a house, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know anything about an LLC mm-hmm. or... Okay. I, I have, have, Do you talk to your brother now, otherwise? Yes. For like Christmas, you'll see him? Yes. And you just don't say anything. You just, he just has bullied his way and put you in the corner. The last time I had a conversation with him about it was a year ago on a family trip. Um, I was like, hey, like, how's, how's this going? Um, is there any chance that I could, you know, see the financials that we could have this conversation again um, and have it not be an emotional thing, but as a, co-business owner and as like a partner in this LLC all together um, and he said you know I'm really busy I've, he owns another business local business and 
Um, he told me that. <laughs> Your brother's a turd. All right, hold on a minute. We'll take you through this break. We're going to come back and talk to you about how to deal with your brother. Oh, my gosh. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. We're talking with Catherine in Richmond, Virginia. Her grandmother uh, opened a real estate business for her and her brother and her cousins, seven of them in total. And um, they, um, her brother runs it and has not given her any reports and won't tell her anything about it for a decade. And uh, she wants out. Is that a fair summary of what you told me so far? That's correct. Okay, you didn't put any money into this. Your grandmother funded all of it and handed it to you and your cousins. Yes. How much it. is all of this worth, do you guess? Um, there's about four or five residential houses. At the time, they were worth one hundred to 200000 They're probably worth three hundred to 400 now. Okay. And so... And I think they're about all paid for. Okay. And so your part is a half million dollars, give or take. Okay. Possibly. Yeah, something yes. like that. Are they distributing income to you guys? No. So you've not seen a dime out of it. He runs it. No. All the money comes back into his management fees, and nothing goes back out to you guys at all. And so all you have is this phantom thing that's happening over here, and you have absolutely no control over. How old is your grandmother? She is in her 80s, late 80s. Ooh. And she has no authority anymore? She just simply gave it to all seven of you and she stepped out? Or does she have any say in anything? I tried to involve her one time and um, she they kind of just brushed her off. I mean, I think she's old enough to the point where um, okay. they can kind of sweep things You're, you're not um, hyper-assertive. As a matter of fact, you're on the other end of the assertive mm-hmm. scale. Is your husband an assertive yeah. person? He's more assertive than I am, yes. Okay. Because here, here's, you know, you've got three options, as I can see it. And then you need to decide on one of these three and then quit worrying about it. Drop it. Okay? Okay. Option number one is continue what you're doing and just let your brother run it and just forget it and not, not think another thing about it. And someday they'll need your signature. Okay. Okay. And whatever. Just don't worry about it, okay? I don't like that option. You don't like that option. That's why you called, but that is an option, okay? Another option uh, is uh, scorched earth, and that is uh, you and your husband sit down with your brother, 
Uh, call him for an appointment. If he won't give you one, then you're going to have to write him a certified letter, and your husband can do the talking, and you say, here's what it sounds like. We have tried repeatedly to get reports from you to find out where the cash flow is going from these properties. You're not doing anything, and you say we don't trust you. You turn this into this. It's not any of that. This business is being run very poorly because the stakeholders are getting no information. This is an improper way to run a business, and we want out, and you're going to buy us out right now. And you're going to show us the valuations, and based on that, you're going to buy us out. And if you do not do that, we're going to hire an attorney, and the circuit judge will force you to buy us out. We will disband this horrible partnership that your grandmother put together. It's a nightmare. Now, that one sounds kind of fun. The downside is is that you probably lose your brother in the process. Right. But you probably lost him anyway because he's a turd. Okay. To an extent. Yeah. No, he is. <laughs> no, he is. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, he's, way, a, he's a complete bully. Yeah. He has pushed you into the corner, and he's done that since you were a tiny child, and he's continued to do it in your adulthood, and he gets away with it. He's a turd. Okay? No mm-hmm. question about it. I mean, okay. you've told me like five different ways you've approached this guy, and every time he just stiff arms you and treats you with complete disrespect, yeah. and you know that's true. I like number two, Dave, and you haven't even gotten to number three yet. Yeah. I'm voting number, for two. Number three is walk away and mm. ca- call him and say, I'm tired of this. I don't want anything else to do with it. I don't need the money. I'm get Prepare the papers. I'm going to sign them and, and deed you whatever it is. Uh, you can have it all. I don't want any of it. Screw you. I don't like that okay. one, Catherine. This is this is yours well, as much as it is his. I don't like that one. I, I, there's, there's a part of me that doesn't like it, but there's a part of it that is just life goes on. Whatever. I it's don't not, think it's you, not her money that's in it. Her grandmother gave it to her. It's not that. It's not. It's not. It's found money. It's not the end of the world. It's just depend. You know, because one way you keep your brother in the thing. I'm not sure you've got much when you keep him. That's what I'm saying. But um, I think you take the bully on in the bully caves. He doesn't want to fight. He's just been pushing you away. And 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 no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to settle for seeing the books now. We're too late. We've that 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 ship has sailed. Yeah. No, you cannot compromise. Yes, you are buying me out, or the judge is going to tell you to buy me out. Your decision. You have ten days. So that's a circuit court. Yeah, was, you, you're, you're not to file a lawsuit to dis the dis di, to dissolve this LLC. And you're a stakeholder okay. in the LLC, and then they will have to bring forth documents that show that you're in violation of one of those and you're not. This is okay. the, you're filing for the disillusionment of a partnership. He doesn't want that fight. I don't think you're losing anything with him relationally either and and I, well, you're not going to be she talk she talks to him now, he won't talk to her again after exactly. this. Well, eh, maybe. So, I mean, you know. You, you need your cut. You need your cut. Whatever yours is worth and you need to see the books to get your cut. But you can be you can be you can no longer be um any type of wishy-washy about this you need to make a decision i'm going to ignore it hold my nose and deal with it that's the decision and i'm not going to be stressed about it anymore and then it's not anybody's fault but mine because i made this decision to let these people just run their course that's one number two i'm going to take it on full on frontal right at you we're going to bring the bazookas and we're going to burn this thing to the ground number three um, we're just going to walk away and we're going to hand you the keys and you can keep it. Screw it. I don't need it. 
but make a decision. The angst of 12 or 10 years of you carrying all of this relational garbage around this whole deal, it is, it's been so destructive to you and to your brother and to your relationship with him. It's a horrible right. deal. Mm-hmm. You need to get out of the deal one way or another emotionally um can i suggest that we sell all the properties and and dissolve it that way well that, that's not your that option the only option you've got it they're going to have to sell something to give you your cut they may all want to stay together except you right you just want out so if they keep I going guess. that's none of your business right but you're out I want my cut. You need to sell off enough properties to pay me my cut, and you yep. need to show me proper valuation as to what my yes. one-seventh is and why. Mm-hmm. And if you don't give me proof of that, we're going to talk to the judge. Okay. And it's going to take two years and $20,000 worth of legal fees. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the justice system has nothing to do with justice. <laughs> or efficiency. No, none at all. And so I sure hope you don't get drug into that. I hope your brother's not that stupid, but he very well could be. Kind of sounds like he is. So he didn't have time for a meeting. Maybe he doesn't have time for a lawsuit. That's what I believe, Dave. I, I think that's why I no, like I don't to, have time for a meeting. It had nothing to do with his schedule. It had to do with he didn't want to deal with her. He does not want to deal with her. He's stiff-armed. He doesn't want her input. He doesn't want her questioning how he's doing things. And I think this is an easy out for the bully he's here. Got, he's gotten away with it for too long. He has. I think this is an easy out for him. When it, she it, goes at this, he's going to go, all right. to Jesus. Yeah. Meeting. He, yeah. He wants, to, he wants to get done with this. I think he's going to, yeah. Well, I question not whether or not he's going to show her the books to where we get an honest evaluation. Oh, I can make him do that, too, legally. I, that's what I would be I'm doing. a stakeholder. Yeah, I mean, the judge is going to get involved here if he doesn't play. Yeah. But this is going to require tremendous, like a 10x assertiveness to, for her and her husband together off of what they have done. Yeah. So far, they're kind of like, hey, would you please uh, maybe sort yeah. of, <laughs> it's like, and he's like, nope, okay, right. sorry I asked. Yeah. You know, oh, good Lord. Yeah. And, you, and the other good news is you get out of a family vacation, which is always good. <laughs> That's the silver lining here under the, all this advice. Hey, Grandma's out there. <laughs> Don't build stuff like this. Yeah, seven cousins? It's crappy. Wow. Dumb butt idea, Grandma. Yeah. You were trying to be a blessing. You good. screwed this up. It's like the Walton's real estate fund. Good night, Jim Bob. <laughs> Not Mary Ellen. <laughs> no, Mary Ellen. You can't see the books. <laughs> <laughs> Huge swath of our audience has no idea what we're even talking about right there. Uh, Look it it's, up. It's a classic. It's boomer hour. All right. This is the Ramsey Show. <laughs>
in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Doug is with us. Hi, Doug. How are you? Good, Dave and Ken. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Where do you live? I live in Raritan, New Jersey. It's about 20, 25 minutes uh, north of Princeton. Wonderful. Good to have you. Welcome you. to Nashville. And here to do a debt-free scream, how much did you pay off? Paid off a little over $88,000. Good for you. And uh, how long did this take you? Uh, 31 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that year and a half? So start about... Two and a half years. <laughs> uh, Twenty-five to 50000 with the um, full-time and just uh, side hustles. Whoa. What do you do for a living? Uh, so currently I work two jobs. I work as a food delivery driver mm-hmm. for Grubhub, and then I do uh, Amazon uh, during like late nights. Okay. So you're busting it. Just to get her done. Okay. Yep. What kind of debt was the 88000 All student loans. Whoa. She yep. kicked Sally May out. Sally May is out of there. Done. <laughs> done with old Sally. What was the degree for? Uh, I went for music performance. Okay. Um, I didn't necessarily use the degree during my debt-free journey, but I just, I got sick and tired of just, you know, being in debt and just kicked it. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. What's your long-term career goal? Uh, my long term is definitely um, pursuing some kind of teaching in music. Um, I know during this journey I got into accounting, so that's something I'm definitely looking forward to um, go towards. Mm-hmm. Um, but music is definitely going to be my number one passion. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Good for you. So what started you on this idea you want to be out of debt 31 months ago? Uh, 2020, COVID. That'll do that it. That was definitely my wake-up call. and. Um, even like way before, back in 2015, my uh, stepfather at the time, he introduced me to your uh, material. Um, it was pretty much like YouTube format. Um, and then in 2020, I started um, realizing that you had a, um, a format through uh, Spotify. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, went to your show and listened to like all the um, the episodes and the mm-hmm. debt-free screams. Um, and that's like when I got connected to uh, Ken Coleman, John, uh, John Deloney, George Campbell, and all the other personalities as well. So... Um, just going through the journey, it's been like, you know, going through all the, uh, the podcasts and just, you know, being encouraged through that. And, um, yeah. And it, it was actually the summer of 2020 that I really started to, you know, stay focused in terms of paying off the debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grubhub, that was the, uh, the food delivery, um, uh, service that I worked for, uh, and still do. And so that was just working that like 40 you know 50 hours a week and on top of like my other job uh for amazon that was really um like the the two jobs that really were like lucrative during that time well i've forgotten all the stupid phrases we had what was it shelter in place right yeah is that what it was (laughs) called yeah so grubhub was like a lifesaver because people were told not to leave their homes because they were going to die yeah Yeah, right fed a lot of hungry people yeah (laughs) you did man that's that was a great service to be in Mm -hmm. very good Good how many hours were you pulling uh there were several weeks that i was like 50 to like 60 hours yeah. for about a little over a year and a half just wow. kept on hustling yeah yeah so just hustle and grind and knock it out hustle and grind that's that simple my parents were very gracious for me you know living with them i am the stereotype living with my like under my mom's basement so <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. you got caught up in that rant a while ago yeah, no okay. but that's not you at all you're, no, you're, you're working. It. Yeah, you're I not. Mean, you're not stereotype. You're working. Yeah, yeah I was working. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> working stud. all the time. That's right. So yeah, there's no shame in that, man. Especially Absolutely. when you're getting out of debt. There's no shame in that. Well, yeah. and it's a temporary thing. It's, that's a, right. it's a method. To, it's a method out. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, you're. <laughs> you were not who we're aiming at. We're aiming at people that weren't working, if I recall. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny though. You were sitting there while we did all that. Uh, all right, so. What is the secret to paying off $88,000 in 31 months? 
know that there you um you can't put hope in the wrong things and i know especially with the student loan crisis and like what's going on with that um you just you cannot depend on the government or just other people in general to take care of your problems i know there were many there were many nights i had to look in the mirror and say that you know i am the problem and the past mistakes i've made i mean i've you know come out from an abusive relationship I came out of an addiction that I struggled with for half my life, like 13 years. Wow. Um, and how you phrase how it. How long have you been dry? I've been dry for a little over a month and a half now. Good for you. It's very recent. I, you Good know, for you. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. Good work. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's just, I know my mom and I, we got really connected during that time of just me getting out of debt. Um, we watched a lot of... Um, uh, sermons like Billy Graham sermons mm-hmm. and just listen to um, all kinds of like choirs and everything mm-hmm. um, and just know that you know people like me who are single and just know uh, who think that they just can't get who can't make it um, know that there's hope and especially in Jesus Christ because him as my Lord and Savior mm-hmm. he has just done so much for me and my family that I just I cannot thank him enough for getting me I just could not do it without him Amen. The strength that he's given me is just. I, there were nights that I just. I. I feel like I couldn't. Couldn't make it anymore. Oh. And just putting my hope in him, it just really. It really. Um. It really helped me. A You've lot. done a lot of work in the last thirty-one months, and not yeah. just delivering groceries. A yeah. lot of personal work. Well done. Yeah. It, it was a financial journey for sure, but a lot of it was like character development and just you know going in. And turns into a spiritual journey. Spiritual journey, yeah, yeah. as well. Um, during that time, actually, I did create a playlist. Um, essentially, it's just called a debt-free playlist. Um, it's just a playlist to you know get people motivated and just you know know that the that there's hope yeah. during this journey. So good for you, man. Well done, very well done. Hey, we got a copy of Total Money Makeover for you in the Live and Give bundle, as well as the Baby Steps Millionaires. That's the next chapter in your story. Thank you. I got a feeling you've uh, laid a foundation here during this 31 months. That's going to allow you to do a whole lot of wonderful things in your life. Spiritual you. foundation, a financial foundation, an emotional foundation. Uh, you're dry for a month and a half. This is good. It's good work. Thank you. Very good work. And, of course, also we've got a, a one-year subscription or one-year membership to Financial Peace University. Go through the details there. You don't have to watch the cheap YouTube. You can watch the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll line you up on all of that. And you use it or give it away and whatever whatever you need to do. Very, very well done. And way to go, Mom, cheering him on and giving him some support along the way. That's yeah. good. That's good work. That's not that's not a bad type of support. That's not enabling. That's um, that's lifting. There's a and, difference. And uh, how about a shout out to to uh, Billy Graham? You know, yeah. a lot of young people wouldn't it wouldn't hurt you to watch some Billy Graham on YouTube. You might be surprised. Wouldn't that's hurt, awesome. Stuff. Wouldn't hurt old people either. Well, that well that too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's awesome stuff. Proud of you. Good stuff, Doug. Thank you. Very very cool. Very proud of you. You're a hero, man. Thank Good you. work. How's it feel to be free? It feels awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Onward and upward now. Yep. Is Make it worth all that struggle when you stand right there right now? It was. It is, and I just, I, yeah. I mean, I'm just speechless right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. All right, Doug from Newark, New Jersey area. Eighty-eight thousand paid off in thirty-one months. Did it delivering twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars income, sixty to eighty hours a week. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three. Two, one, I'm dead free! That's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Beautifully done. I love it.
Well, folks, Financial Peace University is on sale right now. Uh, we got the old Black Friday special going on there. The cheapest, the lowest price we've ever done, $59.99. You can sign up for Financial Peace University. This is the nine-week class that 10 million people have gone through and learned how to handle money, get out of debt, build wealth, be outrageously generous, and get hope and get freedom, two words that most people don't grasp around money it's possible financial peace two words that don't go together like airline service so check it out guys get fpu of 59 dollars go to ramseysolutions.com slash give fpu that's a chance for you to sign up for yourself and or give it to someone else you can buy as many as you want at 59 dollars they make great gifts to uh, give away we'll send you the membership and you can make that a stocking stuffer Uh, some of you spend more than this on pizza And this is life-changing nine weeks of lessons. Financial Peace University, RamseySolutions.com slash give FPU. This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Deuteronomy 4, 9, only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them fade from your heart as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to their children after them. Agatha Christie said, uh, one does not, doesn't recognize the really important moments in life of one's life until it's too late. This is true. Blinds.com, question of the day. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. means even if you mismeasure, you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best possible deal. Today's question comes from Thomas in Missouri. As a Christian, I feel like I have a duty to take care of my employees. I have a small business with nine employees. They currently make minimum wage. If I were to raise their wages to a living wage, then my profit margin would decrease. This is a business I worked really hard at for so many years. I think God would want me to benefit from my hard work now. What should I do? Uh, Okay. (laughs) This is an onion here, Dave. Um, Number one, uh, businesses deal with this all the time. And when they they raise wages, uh, they have a decision to make. Do you want your profit margin to stay the same? And so if so, then you have to raise your costs. And you have to weigh that with the marketplace and what your customers will or will not pay. And this is the this is the dance that a lot of small business people have to deal with, and have uh, had to deal with, and have been hurt from it. So um, I don't think it's a choice here between God wants you to benefit from your hard work now, and uh, you know not doing what you want to do, which is pay your employees more. I think you can do both, but you're going to have to um, square 
raising some uh, prices or cutting costs in other areas, if that's even an option. This is hard to answer. I want to say that everything I just said is very difficult to answer that via a static question where we can't answer a lot of questions. Excuse me, ask more questions. Yeah, the buzzword that's the problem in this is living wage. And who determines that? Yeah, well, I can tell you who determines it. Me. Right, that's my point, not what culture is saying. No, I'm the employer. Here's the thing, okay? If I pay... $12 $12 an hour, mm-hmm. or if I pay whatever you want to, whatever minimum wage is in your area, okay? And um, a guy comes in and you do a budget on the guy and he has five kids yeah. and uh, he needs $90,000 a year to pay his bills and feed his kids. Um, I can't, as a Christian, hire him for that job because I can't pay him $90,000 to do that job. And $90,000 for him is a living wage Mm -hmm. because that's what it takes to feed his five kids, okay? If I have a 19-year-old who lives with his parents, comes in, and is looking for part-time work, and um, any money he makes is going in his pocket because he has basically no personal overhead, and $12 an hour is what I can afford as the employer, then that is his living wage, Mm -hmm. So this idea that there is a, uh, a, a universal living wage is absolute horse crap. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing because it takes some families, it takes families in different situations, in different locales, a different amount to live. It takes a family of four more to live in Manhattan than it does in Nashville. So the living wage would be different for a family of four or a family of one or a family of 14 the living wage changes on that. And so what we do at Ramsey as Christians, we have a responsibility to take care of our employees. And one of the responsibilities is not hiring someone who can't afford to live on what we are paying for that position. So you are disqualified if you can't make it on what we are paying for that position, regardless of if you want the job or you're qualified for the job. We will run a budget with you because we care about you, and it is our responsibility once you are here to make sure you are cared for. And we do take care of our team. Beyond measure, we take care of our team. That's correct. Way beyond measure, we take care of our team. But we do not hire people who cannot afford to live on what we pay for that position. Yeah. And that is our responsibility. That's your responsibility. So, you know. Well, you know, we have one lady go, well, you know, based on your inappropriate request for my personal budget information, I'm going to withdraw my name from future future employment consideration, to which we said, people that talk like that don't even work here. So we're not doing, you know, it's great. Yeah. See ya. Goodbye. You know, don't let the door hit you in the butt. You know, it's good. You know, we don't need you. And But, you know, but the reason for the inappropriate request of the, you know, the personal information is to protect you from you. Because some people will take a job that they can't afford to live on the income because they're so desperate for a job. Right. And uh, so, but this idea that there's some kind of generic living wage out there floating around that you have a moral obligation to that's a singular, singular number is absolute horse crap. Yeah. So, uh, you're paying minimum wage for nine employees. Are any of them trying to actually live on that with a family? If so, why did they take that job or why did you hire them into something they can't afford to live on? And that's a bigger question than do you raise your wages to meet this. 
Right. And here's the other thing. You have to look at your business model and the market and go based on whatever product or service I am selling, because it's one of the two, this is what the market will allow me to do. And I may not ever be able to truly have all nine of them on what would be called a full living wage. You might be in the hourly space and that's what you have. And thus you've got turnover. You have younger yeah. people working for it. That's well, just well, part you know, of your business. I had a guy come in the other day and said a company offered him $80,000 more to do the exact same thing he's doing with, with us. And we said, Fantastic. we'll help you pack your desk. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. We cannot, we cannot make a return right. on paying you $80,000 more than you're being paid now. So you, uh, you're going to be working at the new place, my friend, and yeah. we'll help you go. Um because it, it, this, you know, we have to make a return on investment here, or, or the rest of the team doesn't right. eat. Right. Because their checks don't clear. There's a responsibility all the way around. So yes, God would want you to take care of your team, and He would want you to benefit from your hard work. Now, these are not incompatible. That's things. correct. Yes, they're not incompatible. <laughs> That's correct. That's the point of it. And don't fall into this socialistic living wage crap. That was Karl Marx. That was not Jesus. Okay. There's a difference. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Julia is with us in Sacramento. Hi, Julia. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? It's a pleasure. Same here. How can we help? My mom recently purchased a timeshare in Mexico, and she paid cash for it. Gross. She reached, <laughs> she reached out to me and asked, me to give her my ID and my birth certificate for no! the She wants to modify her trust. No! I don't want a timeshare. It's <laughs> legalized fraud. You're going to get... This is not a blessing. This is a curse. Why would a loving mother do this to her daughter? Because she still thinks it's a good deal. She got screwed. No, we don't need to pass this on. This is not an heirloom. Yeah, she thinks it's a good deal. Because it's not a good deal. It's a horrible deal. Yeah. There, there are no good timeshares. They suck, 100% of them. It is one of the worst products ever put out by man. I hope I wasn't I unclear. <laughs> yeah, you were very clear. So I thought so I as do? well. In my yeah. ear, he was clear. Don't make him say no a third time, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just lovingly, kindly. Mom, I, I'm not interested in the timeshare. Thank you, though. Okay. I don't, I, I don't, I, I think they're a really bad deal, and I'm really sorry you bought one, Mom. And I think you're going to okay. regret it, and I'd never, ever, ever, ever want it in my name. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No. I also don't want your dog to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? This is like, <laughs> these are, let me tell you, there's a 97% dissatisfaction rate with timeshare owners. There's no other product out there in the world that has a 97% dissatisfaction rate. People that buy them hate them. They're a complete screw job. Your poor, precious mother got screwed over and hasn't realized it yet, and she's trying to pass that on as an heirloom. No, please, no, 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 no. See, I lowered the volume for those notes. Just for you, Ken. Believe me, we all appreciate it. We really do. That's the gift that keeps on giving there. Good show, Ken. Thanks for having me. Hey, Laura on the phones today. She's Ben, Zach, Andrew, James, everybody in the booth. Good work, you guys. Very well. Very good job, the booth people. 
That puts this hour in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. With the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.